How about a song? One of you must know one. High in the halls of the kings who are gone, Jenny would dance with her ghost. The ones she had lost and the ones she had found and the ones who had loved her the most the ones who'd been gone for so very long she couldn't remember the names they spun her around on the damp old stones spun away all her sorrow and pain and we're back with the episode recap for the final season second episode night of the seven kingdoms so if you haven't been watching this is going to be a podcast with all the spoilers so if you haven't watched the episode just watch the episode and come back if you want to listen so we're just going to get right into it um you mentioned last week that the calm before the storm I think this episode was even calmer, calmer before the storm. Most definitely. Um, they, uh, but they did what they did differently, I thought, was they relaxed the pace. It wasn't quite so hurried. Mm-hmm. Jumping around from story to story trying to get yeah. wrap up stuff. It felt more of a relaxed pace, especially mm-hmm. with the, the scenes where they're by the fireplace yeah. with several characters talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily a good thing either because I think that's foreshadowing that some of those characters are almost definitely going to die in the upcoming yeah. battle. That's usually how it always goes. If some, if some character gets a big moment, it's like, well, that's it for them. Yeah. And But that like almost every character had a moment like that in this yeah. episode. So Yeah, I think that's going to be... Uh, it was almost a kiss of death. I loved the scene when Brienne got knighted, mm-hmm. but that's almost a kiss of death for her character, I yeah. suspect. Yeah. And I think I think I'll say I'll mention this later when we talk about who we think we're going to die, who's going to die in the episode. I think it's going to be Brienne, mm-hmm. Tormund, and uh, Jamie. I think those three are almost mm-hmm. definitely yeah. on, the, on the death list. It'll be interesting. Speaking of Jamie, I guess the only you could say rushed thing about the episode was the the quickness from his little trial. That's sort of how the episode opened was with him yeah. trying having to explain why he killed Daenerys's dad. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff, and then Brienne vouched for him that he was actually better than people gave him credit for. Um, which is a great scene. Which is good. Yeah, it was a really good scene, especially to help that scene later when Jamie knighted Brienne. Yeah. Um, and everything, but it was real quick. Just like, oh, Daenerys was like, oh well, what we would do for the person that killed our father? We've been waiting for twenty years. And then Brienne's like, ah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I think that's a <clears throat> moment of redemption for him as well, and. But I think it'll be capped off with him probably doing some heroic performance mm-hmm. during the battle or something like that. Maybe. But still. Yeah, I mean, he's not... I'm not sure his his skills with the blade, I think, have diminished. Oh, absolutely. But he's still probably better with left-handed than most other warriors are yeah, with, probably. with their right hand. He supposedly the, was the greatest swordsman in all of Westeros. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. But it does... Like, all the show's definitely go in the direction that Daenerys is just someone that is not used to being in Westeros. No. Like, she's just grown up over on the other continent for so long Mm -hmm. that she doesn't understand the dynamics of all the family squabbles, and she also doesn't understand what it means to actually lead, because, like, she sort of only has, like, the whole fire and blood, so to speak. Like, she's good at conquering and taking over cities and people, but she's not so much really good at ruling them. I think that whole 
stuff with her freeing the slaves and then ruling over Marine pretty much showed that, you know, she could definitely take a city pretty quickly, yeah. but she really can't keep the peace rule effectively. And, you know, I think Tyrion even mentioned that as well, like, you know, to make things work, you have to be merciful, you have to make, you know, tough alliances, you have to do all the hard stuff that maybe she's unwilling to do because of the way that she was brought up. That, yeah, that's possible, yeah, good point. And then there was also that one scene with her and Sansa, um, her trying to be, you know, a little bit more open in everything about what she's doing, and then Sansa's like sort of planning along, and then Sansa drops like, "What about what about the North?" And then Daenerys is like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, we're not, <laughs> you know, we 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 agreed that we wouldn't be under a king ever again since we took it back." And she's like, "Uh." Yeah, but she never bent her knee either. I don't think Sansa did exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she she's very respectful to mm-hmm. Daenerys, but, you know, that's about... Yeah. Yeah, Sansa's definitely keeping her at arm's length. Mm-hmm. Um, and Daenerys just isn't really having it, but she can't really do what she normally would do because she's John's, She needs these people. Yeah, uh, she needs them, and she's also John's sister. She would lose John's support Yep. Um, and everything, and I just don't think it would end very well for her. She doesn't have time to learn these skills, the, how to administer mm-hmm. it, because it's just such a hurried pace with the war on her, mm-hmm. like, it, like it is. You know, yeah, and so. all these characters have just so much history with each other. Like, she's just sort of coming into the game, like, in the 11th hour, and everyone else has been around for... They know each other, they've yeah. had discussions and everything, uh-uh. and it just, like, she's <laughs> just trying to do this. And that one the reunion, there was a reunion with Theon and Sansa about him coming back, wanting to fight for Winterfell, and, like, the context of that was good, because the music and everything was good, but, like, it happened after that conversation with her and Sansa, Mm -hmm. and then it just sort of painted the picture that Daenerys has never had somebody like that in her circle with, that would have, be as devoted to her as that, and she doesn't have really any family to call her own, really, so she's never really had that type of experience and people that she could... But she does have loyal followers who really do. Yeah. But she didn't really have a good family. Yeah. You know, obviously, you know, in the books it was hinted that Viserys was nice to her when they were growing up. But I think that as, you know, time went on and she got older and then she got married off to Khal Drogo, like, she's, mm-hmm. he was only focused on the throne and stuff. Right. And she didn't really know her family because they fled Westeros, like, right around that rebel, Robert Rebellion. So she really hasn't had that kind of you know, devotion and stuff. I think I remember reading it almost could sort of be all along the family lines, but, like, Sansa, like, earned respect, but Daenerys sort of expects it or commands it. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, a different level of devotion. Like, people want to follow Sansa, yeah. whereas people are sort of, like, forced to follow Daenerys or, like, feel like they have to. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like this false... She's, like, a false idol, so to speak. Well, like I said, I think I think that takes time to develop that, and and I just don't think she has that time allotted mm-hmm. to her because the speed of this this whole conflict. I mean, it was so slow over seven seasons, and now it's just frenetic, hurried pace you mm-hmm. know, to, to to get everything. Night King wants to go, and yeah. <laughs> everybody else has to kind of dance around him. Yeah. I, I liked how you mentioned that uh, the talking about that aspect. I thought it was fantastic when they had the one scene where they're around the fireplace again. I think it was around the fireplace. 
and they're all recounting each other's past deeds. Mm-hmm. Like they have a newsletter in Westeros mm-hmm. where everybody knows what everybody else has done. Yeah. Because before it seemed like nobody knew what anybody else was doing in the kingdom. Now it's like everybody knows what everybody's doing. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I think Tyrion knows knows a lot. I mean, he was at the battle. Well, yes, he drinks and knows things. Yeah, but. he was at Blackwater. So like he knew, like he fought against Davos at right. that battle. So he knew that he was there. And like I think Jamie's deeds are infamous in mm-hmm. the kingdoms um, and everything. I think word just travels fast. I think people people talk. They have the ravens, obviously. So I think word travels fast. And Tyrion was the hand of the king for a while, so he probably knew a whole lot yeah. in general because he was a part of the small council. And mm-hmm. Varys knows, and you know, Varys and Littlefinger knew a whole bunch of everything, and they were around for quite a while. Varys is still around, but he hasn't really done too no, much of not, anything not this yet. season. Yeah. Sort of just been in the background. I think he had one decent scene in the first episode. Yeah, he was in the yeah he was in the yeah. first episode, but he hasn't really had much to do. I'm not really sure what you know in store for him. Well, I'm sure he's gonna be in the vaults down there with all the yeah uh, and the crypts and the crypts or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, apparently, like there people are talking about the crypts, but like there is a passageway like that you can get out. Cause that's how Brandon Rickon got away from Theon, was mm. through the crypts, and they went out through some back channel. So it's possible that maybe the Night King or they know that there's a secret way in. That's like possible. A, I'm more worried about you know the Night King is supposedly the big z- zombie master and mm-hmm. you've got corpses filling that crypt yeah. and you've got all your people in the safe spot which is mm-hmm. supposed to be that fortified crypt yeah. but uh, it could be also be a death trap if uh, mm-hmm. you know possibly yeah I don't know if, I don't know if he could resurrect bones I though. don't know that's be, I don't know we've seen him resurrect like bodies that were freshly killed right. but I, we've never seen him do something we like that we don't know a lot of his powers and we also don't even know if he's at Winterfell no, that's another talk. A lot of people online no... are saying, and you said this, I believe, in the previous podcast, that you think he might be just bypass or take part of his army, bypass mm-hmm. Winterfell and go straight down to uh, King's yeah. Landing, which is what a lot of people think. Because we haven't seen him or Viserion, his, his, his ice dragon. No, we haven't seen so, him at all. I don't even remember seeing We haven't even seen him in the first episode no, either. No, not so at all. So he's just sort of... I mean, he, he put a lot of his... I mean, he had a lot more White Walkers than I thought that he would have, mm-hmm. which we saw at the very tail end of the, yeah. of the episode, but not him. So I thought people are speculating that he is going, taking part mm-hmm. of his army and just going... Straight down to King's Landing to deal with Cersei. Yeah. Which would be, be uh, awesome. Yeah, you know. it'll be interesting. It just seems weird. Like, on the one hand, it seems like that would be the best move. For him, It just yeah. seems weird just in terms of, like, serialization for them to do that. Because, like, obviously the Night King's been, like, this big bad, so to speak, that's been lingering in the background. But Cersei, for the purposes of the show, is sort of, like, the character that's really being shown as the main antagonist. Yeah. And for her to kind of go out... In episode three, which is most likely going to, you know, there's going to be a big battle in episode three, seems like it would be interesting. Like, I don't think, like, she'd be able to form an alliance with the Night King. I just don't think that would be possible. No. But, like, for for them to meet up and sort of not end up working out, or somehow she's able to defeat the Night King, Mm -hmm. and that's sort of what causes the battle. Actually, now that I think about it, it actually would be interesting if that's how it went down. Like, he went to try to go to King's Landing to do that. And then, like, she, you know, Wildfire apparently is capable of destroying the Night King. And then that's how the Battle of Winterfell ends. Well, there was a prophecy, wasn't there, about something about the Night King being at King's Landing? There's something about a prophecy in there somewhere in, I don't, in one of the things. I don't remember, but... Not, so, but, but, not, Brand, but the only thing, if this, if he does that, though, mm-hmm. Bran didn't, say, didn't have any foresight, or he didn't share a vision of having seen mm-hmm. the Night King well, go down He there, did talk so. to Tyrion. Which is sort of like something that people are also speculating yeah. about, because Tyrion 
And they cut away from that, so we didn't get to see. They cut away, which you know is good. But Tyrion (laughs) knows something because everybody around the the fire when they were at that talking around the fireplace, everyone's talking about like you know it was good while it lasted. Like everyone seems to be pretty somber, Mm -hmm. but you know knowing that they're doing going out doing what's right. But Tyrion's sort of a little bit more optimistic. He's like, I think that we'll live. Mm -hmm. I think it's because he talked to Bran. Mm -hmm. So I think Bran definitely knows something that or Tyrion knows something that everyone else doesn't know. Mm -hmm. I think Bran understand his powers enough that like he can if the more people know about it the less likely it's going to come to pass Mm -hmm. so i think he can't inform too many people or it'll change whatever he's already seen but it is interesting because he did say that the night king will find him so it'll be interesting if somehow that's the plan is for him to be out in the open and whatever but if he's already on his way to king's landing i think it'll be hard for him to turn around and make it by the time the battle's over yeah, well, and and I don't think Bran necessarily knows exactly when certain events will happen. Maybe, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he, he could be later on that the Night King comes yeah. for him, not, not immediately. You know, maybe he goes and deals mm-hmm. with King's Landing and then comes back to get... Yeah. To get... Uh, I, I, I have uh, a feeling, though, that Bran's not going to exactly survive in his current form. He yeah. may evolve or something like that uh, but uh, he's almost not even Bran anymore no he pretty much is the three-eyed raven right he just happens to be in Bran's body but he may he won't be in that body much longer I think something's mm-hmm. gonna happen you know it'll, it'll be interesting I think there's a whole lot left I mean it's gonna be a longer episode longest episode I think the show's ever done 80 minutes yeah, I think it's like the... 80 minutes or 84 minutes so yeah. it's 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 up there these yeah. last few episodes are going to be all pretty long. Every one of them is going to be an extra um, 20 minutes at least. And definitely whatever. the person that's directing the next episode is the guy that did all the big battle episodes. Mm-hmm. So we definitely know it's coming. Right. It'll be interesting to see exactly what happens. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, you know, everyone dying in the third episode would, I don't know, it would be interesting. It would be an interesting thing to happen. I think everyone just happened to die. And it's like, well, that's cool. But I don't think that would happen. <laughs> we still have four episodes left. Yeah. Yeah, four episodes left, and there's probably another battle along I think the way so. I too. I think there's, there's probably like, there's at least two some, battles. There's got to be something yeah. that happens at King's Landing or I think so around too. King's Landing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just interesting. It, it would be anticlimactic if they did it any other way. I think mm-hmm. so. I'm, more and more, I'm leaning towards there's going to be a battles at both King's Landing and at Winterfell. This has got to be like the Empire Strikes Back episode yeah. of this. Well, I was going to say more like Lord of the Rings a little bit in that you Winterfell <laughs> is more like. Um, Oh, what's the place that they had uh, where... Gondor. No, not Gondor, back in uh, Rohan. Oh, yeah, Rohan? Helm's Deep? Helm's Deep. Mm -hmm. Winterfell could be Helm's Deep, whereas the other one is the other uh, location there in in Gondor, you know, Mm -hmm. where that's the big, the ultimate final battle kind of thing. Well, what's interesting about that is there was definitely, I don't know, I definitely, as soon as it happened, I was like, this is definitely straight out of... Return of the King, but when yeah. uh, Podrick started singing his song, and then it sort of cut to everybody, mm-hmm. you know, doing that, just I was just like immediately like this is Pippin singing. Yes, when Faramir and company goes off were on going the charge off, at the orcs charge right, yeah. type thing. It was yeah. a little, you know, the context is a little different, but it's like got the same sort of feeling. Like this is sort of like. But there's hidden yeah. meaning in that song too, from what I've read mm-hmm. online. A lot of people speculate yeah. that that could be a prophecy once again for mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Yeah, a clue at least. Yeah, because there's a lot of people that think that that song was written by Rhaegar. Yeah. About his family. I don't remember exactly which family member, like his uncle or his like great-grandfather, mm-hmm. about like him abdicating his, the throne to marry a commoner. And 
you know, Jenny of Old Stones was that person that his, um, the heir to the Iron Throne married, mm-hmm. um, and everything, and that sort of foreshadowing, like, maybe, like, will Daenerys give up the throne, or John give up the throne? You know, it's most likely going to be John, but yeah. it's definitely... Well, he's already you know, kind of given it up, yeah. I mean, but... It's know. definitely pretty fitting, especially, like, the song, like, sort of ends his... It sort of, sort of, the song sort of ends as um, Jon Snow reveals who he is mm-hmm. to Daenerys at the end of the episode. Once and again, they didn't get to resolve that as well when he finally reveals it to her because, well, once again, something happens yeah. and they all, you know... And she was pretty skeptical, too, because it's yeah. like, oh, your best friend and your brother told you this. Mm-hmm. Like, she's definitely just not having it, like... Her whole purpose in life is just to become... Is is. To take over the Iron Throne and for him to be the actual heir to the throne to just... Yeah, it's got to be devastating for be her. Like, but she, once again, she doesn't have time to process all mm-hmm. this stuff because things just go at a frenetic pace. And yeah. Just you can't. Wow, it's like wow, mm-hmm. you know, it can't go anywhere. Yeah, and it's not like John so, was trying to like make a claim. He was just saying, no. This is you know who I am. Yeah. And all that stuff. But I think he's had a little bit more time to think about it since yeah. uh, he was it was revealed to him. Yeah. But she revealed. hasn't. Yeah. yeah, it was revealed. And he must never have left the crypts or something because he's just been down there the whole time, just <laughs> brooding over it. Thought so too, um, but yeah, it'll just it'll be interesting to see because they're definitely making that sort of like a secondary or like a side conflict between John and Daenerys. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going to happen when the dust settles, or if the dust settles? Like, is that going to be like the last thing they have to resolve? It's like everything's done, and like, what do they do about whatever the Iron Throne? It's mm-hmm. like, is there even going to be an Iron Will Throne? Will there even be anything left to to, to yeah. rule over? And, you know, the you Daenerys, Daenerys' whole thing was about, like, breaking the wheel. It's like, what's breaking the wheel? Like, is it just... The Night King may break the wheel, mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially, for everybody. But what's, you know, what does that mean? Is, like, she's just going to go back to the throne and, like, rule like the Targaryens did, you know, right. before her? Or is she just going to be like, this is not useful anymore? Mm-hmm. Maybe she'll introduce democracy or something. Like, Tyrion might do something. Like, Tyrion would be, like... The first democratically elected ruler of Westeros, that would be a fitting end for him. Hmm. But I just don't know, because obviously, you know, that's still, that's still like her. Her eyes are on that prize. I think. I think maybe they're showing that like she doesn't really understand what's at stake. Hmm. Like she's still concerned about the Iron Throne, yeah. where all you know this huge army that she's already seen kill one of her dragons is outside, and she's still worried about the chair. Mm-hmm. So who knows what's going to happen with her? It's definitely setting. I still think Daenerys is going to die. Whether that's next episode or by the time the series is over, I think she will. She will go out. Maybe by the series end. I don't think it'll be the next episode. I think John and, and Daenerys are likely survivors for at least a little while longer. Mm-hmm. So we'll just have to see. But yeah, and there's also it's also interesting. There was a ghost setting this episode, so Ghost is still yes, alive. Yes, that was Even. a big thing on the internet. <laughs> oh, we saw Ghost finally. But everybody's saying, oh, it was so brief, we didn't get to see him do anything other than yeah. sit there behind, behind Yeah, he hasn't John, really had but... much to do since, like, I don't know, like, season one or two, when he actually, like, used him effectively, but that was, like, before they had dragons. Yeah. So maybe their CGI budget All their budget went that. into those dragons from yeah. the first episode there we saw flying but, over. Um, yeah, <laughs> it would be interesting, like, if Ghost, Ghost has to do something, I feel like Ghost could go out in a blaze of glory, and that would be a fitting end to that character also. Yeah. Um, That's possible. But, yeah, that whole fireplace scene was sort of like reminiscent of like Game of Thrones of old yeah. like the reason why at least I like the show was like the whole characterization getting to know the character oh it was a great scene and everything it was really well, well and I think you know when the series is over I think this will probably go down as probably one of the top episodes of the whole series even without having seen what's after it just from what we know about the characters and everything 
that happened in this episode, I think it'll probably go down as one of the better episodes yeah. of the I, whole show. I've heard a lot of impatient fans out there, though, complain about that in this episode because they just thought they, they're, just get to the battle already. They don't mm-hmm. want to go through all this. But, you know, yeah, you're, you're writing really... an epic show, yeah. you've got to pace it all out to get all these events in. You, yeah, the battle you can't do mean... anything after during the battle. I mean, not really. Yeah, the battle doesn't mean as much if, like, obviously we've been with these characters for so long, yeah, exactly. but having, like, that slow moment where everyone's just sort of reminiscing about or reunion, this, that, re- re- like, seeing each other for the first time. Like Theon meeting with Sansa, mm-hmm. and that was a big scene, too. Even Tyrion I mean, and Jaime, yeah. even though that was sort of, like, they've been, you know, together sporadically like it was like a big reunion between them yeah. even though it was pretty the two brothers. pretty chill between them and Tormund coming back seeing Brienne that's always, that's always the, yeah. that's always fun for to to see he's a fan favorite though, from mm-hmm. what I've read about Tormund yeah so. and then um Arius, but too. everybody's shipping, you know, still with with Brienne and, and Jamie, yeah. of course. So I know. think that it seems likely, and there's also that theory that Jamie's Azora High too. Like Brienne might, you know, die, and Jamie will, you know, finish her off, and Jamie will end up being Azora High because he's in love with Brienne. And, oh, I hadn't heard that one. And okay. all that, so mm-hmm. it's 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 ambiguous enough that you could definitely make it seem like there's a lot of different characters that it could be, which is you know, which is good, especially. And everything's so close knit now. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it definitely makes sense. It's it could be that, but I, like I still think all signs point to John being that character. Possibly, I, I thought it was. Uh, or of course, everybody was all very excited about uh, Arya mm-hmm. and Gandry. Yeah, and her giving away her maidenhood, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> so. I think it was. It's just interesting because Arya's just like this weird character that has she, had to grow up so fast, yes. and then sort of like probably lost her humanity along the way. So I don't really know like if she did it just because she but felt she, like she had to. Or she still she... has some wonderment of a, of a young woman or mm-hmm. a childlike wonder. I mean, in the first episode, we saw her staring at this army in amazement, and then when the dragons flew over, it was mm-hmm. like she was really excited to see that. Yeah. So, I mean, she she still has some of that to her, but I she's think. she's definitely a, an exciting and uh, sort of scary character. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Definitely, and then there was like the hound Arya. That was nice talking with the hound again, very briefly though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I just can't remember. Like, you know, Barrick's still around. Like, he's probably going to be toast too, because yeah. that doesn't seem like he's useful. Well, he doesn't have what's her uh, what's her name around to Thoros. resurrect him every time he dies either. Yeah, Thoros is gone. So Barrick, I think his chapter is coming to an end. Well, most of them are, but I think yeah. he serves no more purpose, purpose to the, the story. storyline. Yeah. And then there was the Missande and Grey Worm talking about like retiring to the beach, which basically says to me, it's like, well, they're not going to make fan it. fan polls say <laughs> that they don't think Grey Worm um, will survive. Grey Worm. Yeah. I don't think Grey Worm will make it. She might last a little longer. She might because she's she's still an advisor and useful to mm-hmm. uh, to Daenerys. So, yeah. You know. And. I'm not sure. I don't think they've shown that she can fight, but she's definitely going to be behind the scenes. Didn't she have some little fighting back in the stadium the last mm-hmm. season? Was it the season before when they were in the stadium and they were trying to assassinate Daenerys uh, back on... Uh, I don't recall her doing... I remember I remember that when Drogon came back, when they yeah. were in the fighting pits. Right. Yeah. I don't remember if she did anything there, mm. but it'll... I could have sworn I remember her at least but, defending herself. Yeah, but Grey Worm, I think, is toast. Yeah. Missande, maybe. It all just sort of depends on how the battle goes. But I think, you know, 50 to 65%. I'm not sure what the numbers, but most of them won't be around, I don't think. Okay. Um, 
it'll just be interesting to see who goes because obviously who goes and who stays it'll just sort of be interesting to speculate what happened after like if like certain characters die you're like well now I really don't know what's going to happen because I was totally not expecting that to happen mm-hmm. um, and then it'll just sort of put a whole kink in the in the line so to speak but I do think I think the main characters will make it you know Cersei's Cersei's clearly going to be around still. She seems to be the the end game. Like she's the antagonist of the show. The yeah. Night King is like secondary, even though the threat of the Night King is greater. Yeah, just the way that they've set up the show, the Night King is a secondary antagonist that just sort of in the way of the final thing with Cersei. So I think Cersei. She might not even be in next episode, especially if she was. If didn't have much in this last episode. I don't think she was in it at all. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. Um, so especially if the, if the Night's King doesn't go to King's Landing, she might not even be in this episode at all, mm-hmm. which would be interesting because that'll be two episodes out of the last six that she hasn't even been a part of. So I feel like the back half of the season will be very Cersei-centric. Mm-hmm. You know, the people in Winterfell picking up the pieces after the battle, and then Cersei doing what she said she was going to do and just, like, finish them off mm-hmm. with the Golden Company and the Ironborn. I just don't see that happening. I, I suspect somehow the Night King will not... No matter what happens at Winterfell, the Night King won't be stopped completely. Even if yeah. he loses that battle, he'll still have at least another army, probably. Mm-hmm. It, um, more and more I think about it, it almost has to have something climactic happen at King's Landing. Yeah, I think so. I think they cli- have to be involved. I think the know? climactic thing that's going to happen is like they're going to like there's somehow they're going to like come out on top, and then the Night King's going to resurrect all the fallen, and then yeah. you're going to see like these characters that we've. Well, he can replenish his army anytime yeah, he wants. Really, they're going to so, be. Yeah. They're going to be. You know, maybe it depends. Like if Brienne dies, like there'll be a Brienne White. Yeah, that's and, a and, speculation. I've read and, that too. And, you know, yeah. Podrick or whatever. So there'll be all these characters that we've known for so long coming back from the dead, fighting for the Night King. That'll be you know, a shocking effect for the fans mm-hmm. to see all their beloved yeah. favorites come back. As I mean, that's enemies. how. And that's yeah. how one of the show. That's how one of the episodes ended. Mm-hmm. That's sort of how we found out how he sort of created his army. He right. just sort of rises. He just takes. What it was already taken. Oh, he threw it in John's face. So yeah. He showed him, you know, okay. Yeah. Well, here's much, all your friends. They're all back again, but they're not yeah. fighting for me, you know. Yeah, so, but I yeah. guess, you know, I, I, would suppo- I would suspect that, you know, with Valerian Steel, Dragon Glass, and Fire, mm-hmm. that I don't know if he would be able to resurrect those, but like the humans, clearly, he'll probably be able to resurrect. Yeah. So whatever, you know, the White Walkers are managed to get, he could resurrect them. But whenever White Walkers go out, you know, he might not be able to get them back, but even. All the people at Winterfell, they have all of winter, almost all of the North that's left is up there. They have a good contingent from the Vale and the Wildlings too. I think there's some. I would suspect there's some there. Obviously, Tormund's there, but you know, John did reunite. You know, join forces with them. So I have no idea. It does seem like they're pretty farly outnumbered, though. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, so. So who do you think's biting the dust for sure? Well, like I said, I've already mentioned Brienne, and I think uh, Tormund and uh, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grey Worm. Now here I suspect that either um, Sir Jerome or his little cousin. Uh, Lyanna. Lyanna. One of those two is going to bite it at least, if not both. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Jorah did. And they did. did have that little moment together too where they got to finally be together on screen together and talk, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that was a good moment between Jorah and Sam, too. And Sam, too, yeah. Um, Jorah, 
I think Sam's going to live, though. I, I don't think Sam's going to Sam, die. I think Sam for sure is going to live. Yeah. Someone's got to tell the story. Exactly. He's the one that's going to tell the story. I think so, too. But Jorah got Sam's family sword. Mm-hmm. So Jorah has a Valerian steel sword now. So that's going to come in pretty Oh, he's going to he's going to go out in a blaze of glory. I'm sure of that, you mm-hmm. know. So I think so too. Maybe he'll go out saving his cousin so the the Mormon line continues to rule Bear Island mm-hmm. or something, but yeah, it seems like his story is kind of done too because he did have that meeting in this episode which prompted Daenerys to talk to Sansa. Mm-hmm. Like you should Well, really... and he had that moment with uh, with uh Daenerys too there where he, yeah. he was talking about you should you should, bacteria and everything yeah. like that. And you know, people made mistakes. It's mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. easy to not forgive them, but like part of you know being a ruler is understanding that people are going to make mistakes. Yeah, as long as they're on the side. He's even mentioned that like he betrayed her too, mm-hmm. but she forgave him. So I think that's sort of like his last bit of wisdom that he's giving yeah. her, and it sort of definitely seems like he might not make it. Yeah, um, you know, he's gone through a lot too, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think him going out fighting sort of redeeming himself for all the stuff that he's done is fitting in for him, too. Mm. Um, but I think Jamie will survive. I, I'm pretty sure Jamie will survive. I think Jamie still has to kill Cersei. I'm 100% certain that he's going to be the one to do it. Does now, it make sense? I, I don't know. I, I wondered if he might die here and then that maybe let um, Arya in disguise mm-hmm. as Jamie go back and kill Cersei or something. It like could that. happen, too. I Which think would be a nice fitting, fitting thing. It'd be an interesting speculation... For that to happen, uh-huh. but I think you know the whole dynamic between them two is just so intertwined that I think you know people always suspect that Tyrion would be the one to do it, mm. and I just think that would just not be a fitting end for Cersei's character because I think it just been expected for so long that Tyrion and her have been sort of antagonistic the whole show. Yeah, I don't think that would mean too much if Tyrion would be the one to do it. Like Jamie, you know, loved her, stood by her for so long. And then realized that she was, you know, an awful person and everything. And I think Jamie coming to terms with that, doing that as sort of a fitting arc for his character, but also Cersei's character as well. Yeah. And it'll fit that prophecy that she'll be killed by her younger brother. Hmm. Which everyone thinks is Tyrion, but she was born before Jamie was, even though they were twins. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I still think that's got to happen. And it would be also interesting because. Then Jamie would be Kingslayer, and he'll also be Queenslayer. Mm-hmm. So it'll, it'll just be interesting to see exactly what happens with that. But I think Jamie's got to at least last long enough to, to end Cersei. However that happens, it'll be interesting if if it's either in human form or somehow like a White Walker As a White form. Walker. No, I like could see that. Yeah, yeah, it would uh-huh. be interesting, but mm-hmm. I, I do think that's how Cersei's going to go. Mm. I think that's the only way that she could really go. Especially since all the prophecy about her has been true so far. Like, she will outlive all of her children, and a younger queen will take over. Which would be Daenerys. Or Sansa. Or Sansa. Because, you know, they're both younger, but obviously it's hinting that it's definitely Daenerys, but Sansa fits that bill, too, at least in terms of that that line. Um, And everything. So I think it's just interesting. There's a whole... There's a lot of prophecy in the show that hasn't come to pass, but, like, I think these last four episodes... We're going to see all this stuff come true. Like, Azura High is going to come true. Like, I think the Jamie's going to kill Cersei. I think that Jenny of Oldstone's foreshadowing things. going to be John stepping down hmm. so Daenerys could take the throne because John never wanted it. Right. And he always seems to do what's right, even if it might not necessarily be the best 
choice to make. Like he's like, you know, he was raised by Ned, so he sort of has this honor about him um, and everything, even though he's, you know, he wasn't his dad. Whatever was that Guardian of the Galaxy? Mm-hmm. He may have not. He may have been your father, but he was wasn't your daddy or something. Right. So yeah. that's like sort of like Ned was a better father to him than he probably would have gotten from anywhere else, and he sort of holds that true. Like he's like the most honorable person. Like he basically is Ned's son at this point like he's the character that's done everything the way Ned would have done it except he's made it this far yeah. even though he did technically die because he did something that was a hard choice letting the wildlings in and teaming with them but he did it because he knew it was the right thing to do and then he died for it you know I also read online that they thought this might be the episode where we'd see somebody like uh, from the character from the books was Lady Stoneheart Mm-hmm. If they could bring her in for the climax of this battle for Winterfell or something like that, yeah, somehow. I think I think that she's probably not going to make an appearance on the show. But wouldn't that be spectacular if you It'd saw either weird. her or Ned Stark somehow in some form appear? Yeah, there's the... some people speculating that you might see like the people in the crypts come back to life. Yeah, I'm not sure how that'll work. It's possible. It'll be interesting to see happen, but I don't think it will happen. And mm-hmm. introducing Lady Stoneheart now would just be crazy like I don't know if people would even get what's going on it would be cool but I don't think it would work too well because the character the character in the book is like you know not out for vengeance against like the Night's King or so like, she's out for vengeance for like the phrase and stuff that's basically the only who killed her, her like to do it for killing the family mm-hmm. that's how like the, like one of Brienne's chapters the last time we see Brienne is like Lady Stoneheart is actually, like, basically hanging her. And it's like, you have one choice. You could, like, kill Jamie, or, you know, you could just, I'll leave you here. And then she basically says, you know, sword, which means, like, she's going to go kill Jamie. And that's sort of how that whole thing ended. So there's a whole bunch of stuff that's happening in the books. That's Story not that never happening. made it into the, the TV it, series. And never made uh, it in the show, which yeah. probably worked out for the best because they wouldn't have known how to resolve it because mm. it's still not resolved. But I do like the whole Brie and Jamie stuff that's going on in the show. I like that a lot. And her getting knighted was probably one of the top five moments of the show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And then it, it was just, I think Tyrion being there, I think Tyrion will be there to like witness that like he saw like history happen, and he'll also be one to help Sam write the story about this whole thing that's been going on. Like He might be the only one to make it out of that room alive, <laughs> I think. And, like, he'll be the one to tell all the stories about all these people that have fallen. Him and, he and Sam? Yeah. Well, Sam wasn't in the fireplace no, room, but, but I think, you know, him and Sam are going to... Be recounting the story. Be stories recounting the story, yeah. I think. And I think that's how it most likely we'll is going to end. Which is which is very fitting, because it's very much like what happened in, you know, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Like, Frodo writing the story, the story yeah. finishing Bilbo's story that he right. wrote, and then him finishing that. And I think he said on many occasions that Lord of the Rings is his inspiration for... A lot of the stuff he writes, and I think, you know, it's going to end up that way. You know, we'll lose a lot of people along the way, but it'll end... Unlike Lord of the Rings, where we really didn't lose too many of the the, the favorite characters. Didn't lose too many, but it was like, you know, it was interesting, you know, see Frodo having to leave because the ring just took his toll on him so much that he couldn't stay and everything. So that's sort of like that, you know, bittersweet thing. Um, and everything. Oh, so I feel a constant like... s- state of suspense too. You just don't know who's going to live or die. Mm-hmm. Even in Lord of the Rings, and even more so in this show. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many beloved characters. You're mm-hmm. just constantly yeah. 
waiting for the hammer to fall. For sure, and especially the show has the reputation for just brutally. Main, main characters aren't yeah. safe no. as they are in like a lot of other things. So even though there hasn't been a whole lot of death in the past few seasons, like they're gonna make up for it next week. Like Agreed. maybe Littlefinger was the only main character that died last season, but tomorrow uh, sun, come Sunday, there's gonna be like six or seven that are we're not gonna see anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But I, th- I think the Hound will survive too. Speaking of the Hound, I what think about Gendry? You think he'll make it? I think Gendry will make it because I think it'll be interesting if because he, he's technically the last Baratheon that's still alive. So it'll be interesting if he stays alive to like continue that house, that bloodline, like Robert's bloodline. Um, you know, the Hound's still alive. They've been foreshadowing You've that. You've got to have and, the big battle to him and in the mountain. Him in the mountain. It yeah. seems like that's. Yeah. I'd hope it happens because they definitely had that line in the last season about him he's gonna get what's coming to him so I feel like he'll make it to you know to do that um so I think he'll survive Podrick's he's, probably gone I think Podrick's probably gone too yeah. um but that'll be interesting that'll be interesting if maybe Brienne sacrifices herself to save Podrick cause for the for really like Podrick just like this squire hasn't really he's not like anyone important but Brienne sacrificing herself to save someone like that is the reason why she is a knight. Because she's the only character in the show that's basically does things the right way. Like, she's the only person that's acts knightly. I think Sir Jorah does as well. Yeah, Jorah does okay Jorah, too. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, he's at, like, Brienne really doesn't have any blemishes on her record, though. No. Like, she really just does what's right. Like, she'll sacrifice herself for the greater good. Like, Jamie is a knight, Jorah's a knight. Mm-hmm. So, all these knights, like, do questionable things. And that's sort of like what Jamie says to her when, you know, they got captured. It's like you're forsaking one vow for another. Like, it's almost impossible to be a knight with, you know, high standards. But somehow Brienne's she figured out it, how to do it. I think it's it's nice that she's a knight. And I think that she'll prove herself worthy of that knighthood this episode coming up. Like, mm-hmm. she'll do something heroic. heroic for some character that really should be a red shirt. But that's sort of what she does. She's like... I'm going to do what's right. I'm going to sacrifice myself for the greater good. But yeah. I hope she makes it, though. Yeah. But I don't think she will. Yeah, I, I doubt that, too. Like I said, I think uh, I don't think Theon's going to make it either. Oh, yeah, but. Theon. Yeah, Theon. Yeah, Theon's been on Death's doorstep forever now. Like, ever since he betrayed the Starks and has been kept alive. And they were tying up his loose ends yeah. a little bit in the last two episodes. Mm-hmm. Rescuing yep. his sister and, mm-hmm. and then sw- going back to Sansa. Yep. And which I thought that was a nice touching moment, too, where yeah. he and Sansa... And, he's, and he even mentioned that he's going to protect Bran yeah. when he's out in the open because, mm-hmm. you know, he was the one that... Yeah, he and the Ironborn are going to stay. He and the Ironborn are going to stay because that's how he's going to redeem himself for capturing them or taking Winterfell the first when he in season two so it's sort of like a good arc for his character to go from you know hostage to like Prince of Winterfell to captured and tortured and then redeeming himself saving Sansa saving Bran probably on Sunday and Yara on the Ironborn so yeah I think mm-hmm. I think it'd be cool I mean it would be cool if Theon survives the whole thing and ends up being like the king of the Iron Islands but I just don't think that in the character like it, I don't think it would make sense for him because I don't think he ever thought that he would get that and I don't think it makes sense but I think there are people that are speculating that he might make it to the end and become king of the Iron Islands and help rule with his sister well that would be interesting I, I don't see if it's going to happen but it would be interesting mm-hmm. art there 
Yeah. I kind of think uh, I've read somewhere people are speculating that uh, Sam's girlfriend Gilly is going to mm-hmm. not survive either. Yeah, it's tough to say. It would be horrible because she hasn't really. I don't know, but like that's the times we're in. It's like does that nothing matter? Sentiment and all that stuff doesn't matter. It's just that's the time they live in. Nobody is nobody really is safe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Sam, you know, Gilly's son is still around too. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully, hopefully the people in the crypts are actually safe. I mean, it seems like they're all setting it up that like the crypts are like the safest spot, but it also seems like they're also saying like this is going to be a really bad spot for everyone to be. So hopefully, it, it actually is safe. But we did. There's some like previews that show Arya running through the crypts and stuff. So we yeah. have no idea what actually is happening, and we'll find out on Sunday. Yeah. In the almost hour and a half long episode. This is going to be a rough Sunday. I mean, if you're a fan of, uh, for instance, like the Avengers, and you've just watched a whole bunch of your favorite characters either die or, or who knows what happens mm-hmm. in that, and then you got to deal also also with Game of Thrones. If you're a fan of both shows, it's could be a could be a rough weekend for mm-hmm. you. <laughs> yeah, it's a rough weekend for nerds, I think. Exactly. But it's, I think it'll be fun. It'll be fun, especially you know things you know things like this coming to an end. We've, being with characters for so long, wrapping up loose end, just seeing this thing, you know, sometimes the journey is better than the destination. And this yeah. last episode, you know, proved that these characters are just some of the best characters on TV, even though it's based on a book. It's just so nice to see all these characters have their moments. You know, the nice dialogue, it sort of reminded me of, like, the earlier seasons that had book material. Like, this episode was just, you know, the perfect calm before the storm. Yeah, well, I, I wonder how much uh, George R. R. Martin had to involvement in writing this. If if he had any involvement in writing this, I'm episode not sure. I know because... that the writer of this episode is a huge fan of the books, though. He's mm-hmm. written some of the better episodes of the show. But all this is past what's in the books yeah, now. So, so this is all like speculation. Speculation, right? But you know, obviously, the big points are going to get hit, and everything else is is on there. But it'll be it'll be fun to see, and then we will recap the next episode next week and we'll see if any of our predictions of death knight's king going to king's landing instead of winterfell come true but i think with that we'll call this an episode and we'll be back next week Ones who had loved her